Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lionstar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lionstar App and at Lionstar MLB and download the app at the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You won't regret it. The lineup optimizer, the chat, the values tool, the stack finder, all kinds of great stuff in the palm of your hand on their app. It is great, great stuff. What else is great? I'm on Twitter at Pediatric. And the great part about this is my co-host on Twitter at Blogman Sports, who got a home run tonight. So go check out Scott Bogman. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. My crystal ball is polished up and ready to go for today. I'm very excited about my J.D. Martinez bomb. You know, hey, he may have hit it late, but it's always on time. It all counts. And you it win some, win some stuff. So uh, loved you love to see it. Um, you know, interesting day. Your Giants scored 19 runs. Tyler Molly looked like trash. So uh, that is how I woke up to the yeah. day. Uh, I mean, I actually woke up to uh, the wood chipper from the maintenance people uh, right outside the window of my place at 7 a.m. 7.01 because noise ordinance starts at 7 was when they started firing stuff into that thing. So that was really helpful for me. I'm definitely not exhausted right now, but uh, great, great day and, uh, you know, good day to get a home run. So let's get another one today, Bob. Let's go. Yeah, no, it's I'm back to back days. No, I told you when you took Freddie Freeman, you're good because I took uh, the day before and he went deep. I said on yesterday's show, make sure you guys play Kyle Schwarber. Well, he went deep his first at bat today. So tomorrow I'll take Xander Bogarts. Everybody, Just <laughs> keep that one in mind. It's 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 uncanny the uh, the the system right now, but it's great stuff. Uh, you mentioned the Giants putting up 19. The Rays went bananas. Joey Wendell had two dongs. Um, uh, Rosarena stays hot, so that'll yeah. be interesting. The evening slate, the Dunedin Coors South just continues to just turn in runs. It's it's wild stuff. So it was overall, some good baseball. Uh, William Contreras went deep, my boy. So that was fun. But overall, we we knew pitching was going to be rough. Like uh, Dane Dunning was the top pitcher on the early slate. That just kind of sums it up for you, folks. They just that, never let him go deep. And then today yeah. he was great. Well, he so. went six, but he still only threw seventy nine pitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, mean, but going and then their bullpen, and then their bullpen we'll blew it. it. Oh, well, we'll take it for sure. But then their bullpen blew it. So it's one of those like, are you going to let them throw 100 one of these days? Like, what are you <laughs> going to do? But uh, we'll see. Maybe next time out. Well, I'll take him next time. He'll throw three innings on 45 pitches. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's the way the baseball season is going. Just going to throw it out there. At least but, you don't sound bitter at all. So that's good. No, no, I'm good. I, <laughs> hey, hey, I had Dunning in all three of my lineups. I said, screw it. I'm going YOLO. Two, good. Two out of two out of three cashed. It was great. So we're just going to. And then, like I said, I took my own advice, took the evening off. Like, just don't even bother with it. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did because it's been full tilt like on this. So lots of stuff there. We can keep keep hashing it out, but we're not going to because, folks, it's happened. It's May 21st when you're listening to this, and we have our first 15 games late of the season. Mm. Just all 30 teams starting at 7.05 Eastern or later. So this is when you get just pure chaos on a slate, because especially when you see the pricing. The pricing is for the pitching – Interesting, folks. Decisions will have to be made. Some sacrifices will be had. Will be made. So it's gonna be fun. Uh, looking at the weather, really no rain. It looks like for now, which is great. The one thing that really stinks. Did is you Coors. knock on wood? You better knock on wood. There and, you go. And the one really crazy thing is um, the wind is blowing out in a few stadiums, but the one that's the worst is Coors Field. So 
have fun with that. Mm. So yeah, that'll be a, a popular place to attack. But let's get started. 15 games, Bogman. We start out with the Boston Red Sox at the Philadelphia Phillies. A little interleague play. Martin Perez versus Aaron Nola. Over under eight and a half on this one. Perez is 9,400 on DK. He's 69 on FanDuel. He's been good lately. Don't get me wrong, but 94 is a little nuts. Uh, Nola's 11.6 on DK, and he's 9,000 on FanDuel. I like that FanDuel price on Nola a lot better, but both of these are some pretty tough price tags, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, but Nola, five of six. Uh, of five of his last six have been quality. He's one of the best options on on the table here. Boston been hitting a little bit recently though, so I, I don't know. But I, I'm definitely I'm definitely a fan of Nola today. Martin Perez is not the worst option either. Giving up yep. two or fewer in his last five starts, just not enough strikeout upside on a 15 game slate, as you mentioned. So uh, I think uh, Nola is a good option. If you want some PVB data in this game, there is some, uh, Kutch five for 12 off of Perez in his career with two doubles. Uh, Brad Miller, four for 13 off of Perez with a double, uh, three for six for TK with two homers off of Nola. That's interesting. Uh, Renfro five for nine with two doubles, two for five for Vasquez with two doubles. And then there's just a lot of hot hitters on both sides here, especially Boston side. Um, Allback has been good. We just saw JD go yard. Bogarts didn't go yard, but he had a good day. He uh, then, uh, Devers, Verdugo, uh, Nick Maton, Odubel Herrera has a nine-game hit streak. Reese Hoskins uh, just hit career homer, or I think it's either he just hit it or his next one is going to be career homer number 100 for Hoskins, too. So I watched a little bit of that game today. But, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of good bats on this slate. Yeah, this is one of those games where I, I respect both pitchers. If you want to attack Perez, I get it. But on a 15-game slate, I think I was going to pass on this game. I really do like Nola at his 9K FanDuel price. I think that's an outstanding price tag on FanDuel. 11-6 on DK is a little trickier for me. But uh, 9K on FanDuel, big fan of that. I probably won't have any Martin Perez, and we'll see how that one goes. Uh, Baltimore at the Washington Nationals. We have no total on this one, unfortunately. But we do have an interesting situation on our hands. We have Pablo Lopez. He's 54 on DK, 6,000 on Fandle, and we potentially have the return of Steven Strasburg. That's Jorge Eight. Lopez, by the way. Oh, sorry, Jorge Lopez. Yeah, Pablo, Pablo Lopez, Lopez is, on Miami. is also on the Miami. slate. <laughs> oh, there we go. So Strasburg is back, though. 8,300 on DK, not priced on Fandle yet. I don't know how long he'll go. I don't know if he'll get injured again. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, this seems like a game that could be interesting from both sides. Yeah, I mean, look, I- I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with. The, the pitching here you know uh I, I respect steven strasburg but i mean come on man you first start off the il this dude's constantly hurt i'm not gonna mess with him in his first game back uh jorge lopez has zero quality starts this year so on this slate you're just gonna find better pitching elsewhere there's also not a ton of hitting to love here uh not a lot of pvb data in fact none really that uh i I'm even interested in to talk about. So it's just the guys that have been hot. You know, Mancini and DJ Stewart have been pretty good for Baltimore on the Washington side. It's the expensive guys. It's Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber. You have to pay up for now at 44 and 35. Josh Bell is probably your best price in this game at 36 and 35. And then Jan Gomes, 4,300 and 2,900. So uh, I I don't love this game. This is not one I'm going to be watching uh, incessantly tonight. Yeah, and don't forget Soto. Keep going back to Soto um, on that one. I, I do like a potential Washington stack versus Lopez, 
probably not the best one on the slate, but I do like tack- tackling uh, Jorge Lopez. And with the no DH, they might pinch it for him sooner to so get that wonderful, wonderful yeah. Baltimore bullpen. So <laughs> something to keep in mind there. Uh, the Chicago White Sox at the New York Yankees battle of left-handed pitchers here in Carlos Rodon and Jordan Montgomery. Over under eight and a half on this one. You got Rodon's 9,900 on DK, 10-4 on Fandle. Montgomery, 81 on DK, only 66 on Fandle. The, re- the, the White Sox destroy left-handed pitching, but Joe Mon's been good. And then Rodon's been good, but it's the Yankees. This is a tricky. I, I don't think I'm going to have either pitcher. I mean, Montgomery, two quality starts in a row before giving up five in three innings is last time out. I'm going to pass on him. Rodon has been great this season. Probably a no against the Yankees, like you said. But I like him as kind of the expensive contrarian play if he wanted to go. That That's way fair. he wanted a, a good pitcher with upside that uh, probably isn't going to be high-owned. Uh, I like him. There is a little PVB data against him. Uh, Torres is uh, two for four with a bomb. Uh, then uh, Ronald Odor is four for 10 with a double. So both high batting averages. But uh, the, there hasn't been a lot of hotness on the Yankees side as far as the bats go anyway. Uh, Judge is good. And Tyler Wade has been pretty good as a cheap option. Other than that, not a ton on the White Sox side either. Tim Anderson, Yoan Moncada, Lori Garcia are pretty good options here, but there's not a ton to love from this game either. Yeah, I always love Tim Anderson versus a lefty. You got guys like Abreu and your mean Mercedes is intriguing. So there's there's some guys I don't mind, and uh, Andrew Vaughn loves facing lefties, so he'll be really, really cheap. So there's there's a couple options there. It might not be full stack worthy because I still respect Jomo, but at the same time, that, that could be one of those that pops off extremely, or not maybe extremely, but some nice low ownership. Let's put it that way. All right, now this is a game where you might want some bats. We'll see. Milwaukee against Cincinnati, Adrian Hauser, Jeff Hoffman, Great American Small Park, over under of nine on this one. You got two just mediocre pitchers. Hauser is a $7,900 on DK65 on FanDuel. Hoffman, 51 on DK61 on FanDuel. I don't want either, either pitcher box. Yeah, it's going to be no for me, dog. I'm going to pass. This is a stack against Hauser game. Uh, Winker, I mean, there's a lot of good PVB data here. Uh, Winker, five for 10 with three homers against Hauser. Uh, five for 11 for Suarez with two dongs, four for 11 for Castellanos with a homer. And then there's some hot hitters on the Cincinnati side too. India has been hot. Shogo is free. If he's in the lineup, 2000, he has, uh, on both sites, he has been hot. Tyler Stevenson, 39 and 2000 has been hot as well. Uh, I don't trust Milwaukee bats, even though this is a good, Lineup against Hoffman. Maybe if you want to go with Garcia, like you've talked about before, uh, Urias uh, is a cheap option as well, but not a lot to love as far as the pitching goes. So I like a little bit of a red stack. Yeah, I love Winker. Suarez is heating up big time, so he's a sneaky, nice. Castellanos, they're all expensive, so yeah, get your value in there. I, I know I, I say they Milwaukee a lot, but mainly it's because of their price tag and their their bait. They're not like the three teams that get no hits. They actually do stuff once in a while. <laughs> so like Vogelbox really really cheap. Travis Shaw's really really cheap. You want lefties versus Hoffman, especially in that ballpark. So if you're gonna get aggressive, I wouldn't say you know full stack it if you don't want to. But if you need like a one off in tournaments and stuff, Vogelbach's been really good. Um, I like Wong, but he's a little more pricey than I'd like. So look for the value pieces. Avisel Garcia, look for the value in Milwaukee and, and kind of exploit that. New York Mets at the Miami Marlins, Stroman, Pablo Lopez. And uh, we don't have a total on this one either, which is very, very surprising to me. I guess because they moved Pablo Lopez back a day. 
But um, we have Strowman, or they, maybe they move Strowman. That could be what it is. He's 9,100 on DK, not priced on Fandle. Lopez, 6K on DK, not priced on Fandle. <laughs> this is interesting because I kind of like both pitchers here, but I really like Lopez at 6K as an SP2. You know, he hasn't had a quality start since April. Lopez, uh, high in his last four starts as far as strikeouts go is six. So it's been six and under uh, in his last four. So I'm not really interested in either side of the pitching here. And there's not a ton to like as far as I'm concerned with the hitting. There's a little bit. I mean, you know, Jazz Chisholm uh, is hitting. Brian Anderson starting to come around 2,600 on both. Uh, Miguel Rojas just keeps hitting and he's super cheap, especially on FanDuel 43 and 29. There's nothing hot as far as the Mets bats go. John VR has been nice. That's the one hot one. I've been playing him for cheap. That's the one I'd say. Yeah, 35 and 27. Thomas Nido, when he gets in there, 3,021. But other than that, there's not a lot to like in that game either. Okay, what if I told you this? Because it looks like DK has changed things. I just pulled up the MLB app. It looks like we now have Jordan Holloway starting for the Marlins. That could be why we have no total. He's 6K. He's been a little better, but he doesn't go deep into games at all. Does that make you like? I can't trust him to for pitching wise. Uh, he hasn't gone more than three and two thirds innings. He hasn't thrown over. He threw seventy four pitches his last time out. Makes Most me like thrown. VR a little bit more. I was just about to say it makes VR much yeah. more attractive. I'm not saying stack the Mets because they're still not great, but it brings a cheap VR into the equation. Yeah, sure. yeah, I I can get down on some cheap VR. So. Yeah, see, this is like it feels like we're the NBA. There's there's this happened way too much already this year. Pitching changes like we just we did Merrill Kelly for three nights in a row for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> these guys are just constantly changing things. And he wasn't bad. Yeah, he, he was about to say either. you nailed it, Boggs. You Key really West? did. Like you could have done Dane Dunning in the morning and Kelly in the after, in the evening and been like yeah. easy street. But uh, yeah, so it's, that's why sometimes taking gambles is fun. Uh, Minnesota at the Cleveland Indians. Kenta Maeda against Tristan McKenzie. <laughs> This is an intriguing one. Um, we don't have a Jesus. We have no totals on all these games. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable. We have like t- 10 totals, but not the ones I want. But uh, Maeda is 76 on DK, 67 on Fandle, McKenzie, 78, 64, respectively. I don't trust either pitcher, Bogman. Nah. The Indians' bats are so bad, but Maeda has been horrific. It could be a nice little mini stack situation here. Yeah. I mean, I tell you who you want is you want Sano, right? Uh, yeah. Sano, it, he fire. Had- Three homers the other night. He hit one tonight. Uh, he's not crazy expensive either. 43 and 29 is good prices for him on both sides. Larnick has been hitting uh, for some average too, 26. And he went deep on Thursday also. So there you go. And then uh, on the tribe side, Jose Ramirez is expensive but worth it, uh, especially yeah. against Maeda, who has one quality start in eight starts. And, and look, McKenzie has been okay. They just don't let him go deep. You know, uh, I think five innings or five and a third is his most innings pitched in a game so far this year. Uh, Josh Naylor's been hitting a, again a little bit, 37 and 24, and Cesar Hernandez is starting to pick it up. So there are some bats to buy. I'm just not crazy confident in pretty much anybody. Yeah, these aren't offenses that like blow you off the map regularly this year, but with Maeda, if you guys like dig into his numbers, his hard hit rates through the roof, his barrel rates through the roof, he's given up more home runs, almost two home runs per nine right now. Ground ball rates down. Like everything is trending in the wrong direction for him. He shows signs of life from time to time, and then he gets bombed again. Uh, I think Ramirez, Naylor, Hernandez, you mentioned them. See what else pops out in the lineup because it's very affordable. Go full game stack if you want. It is a 15 game slate. So you don't have to go crazy. You could cherry pick it, but like just Naylor as a value alone, I like a ton in, yeah. in his format. So you can, you can mix and match and do those kind of things and on a 15 game slate and still be quite successful. 
Pittsburgh at the Atlanta Braves. Tyler Anderson versus Ian Anderson. The Battle of the Andersons. One's lefties, <laughs> one righty, though, so that's good. Uh, Over-under is eight in this one. Tyler Anderson's been pitching uh, sneaky interesting lately. $7,300 on DK, 79 on FanDuel. Ian Anderson's 10-5 on DK, 88 on FanDuel. I love that $8,800 for Anderson on FanDuel. 10-5 bad if you want a little different. I love the FanDuel price. And then on the flip side, Tyler Anderson as an SP2 at a tournament, the Atlanta bats have been pretty bad. So I'm interested in that. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you. Ian Anderson is a great start today. Uh, four of his last five have been quality. Hasn't given up more than four in any start this year. So, you know, you're not looking at a blow up from him, uh, most likely, especially against the Pirates. So I, I like what you're saying. There's little PVB data here, not a ton. Ozzy Albies is two for three against Tyler Anderson with two homers. So both of his uh, his hits have been bombs against him. Freeman's two for five with a triple and a homer. So both of his hits have gone for extras. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is three for seven against him. So hitting 429. And then Austin Riley's been hot. There's been some decent bats on the Pittsburgh side, though. You brought up Polanco, and he's hit this week 2,700 apiece. Frazier, Stallings, and Reynolds have also been hitting a little bit. So, uh, but I, I like Ian Anderson as one of my favorite pitchers on this slate, and I think I think I'm with you as far as Tyler Anderson goes. I'm just not interested in him because of the track record that some of these Braves hitters have against him. So, uh, I, I'm I like Ian Anderson, and I I like potentially a mini stack. They are expensive of Albie's Freeman and Ozuna. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's one of those, do you spend an expensive stack on these guys or do you pick a different game? That's the question people have to make. And on a 15-game slate, you just plant your flag because we've seen how crazy baseball can be. And no one, would, I wouldn't even be shocked if the Pirates went off. Like, it's just, it's that, like, this is one of those games where I'm, like, I almost feel more confident in the Pirates than, like, the Brewers type thing. It's, it's, right. it's really weird in this situation. So, and plus the Braves bullpen is not very good. Um, so I, I like this one. I like both pitchers a little more so. So I'll probably avoid the bats in this one. But it, it's a weird game. It's one of those kind of four true outcome games where I can see a lot of scenarios play out in this one, and I would not be shocked at all. Tampa Bay at Toronto. We go back to Coors South. We've got two Coors games on the slate, which is <laughs> always fun, always good stuff here. Uh, but Tampa Bay at Toronto in this one, we have Glass now taking the bump, an ace in Dunedin. He's 11-2 on DK, 11,000 on Fandle against the lefty K at 5,900 on DK, waiting on that good old Fandle price. Tampa Bay's bats are waking up, and it's weird because going into Baltimore, which wakes a lot of bats up, Tampa Bay was dreadful versus lefties, like horrific versus left-handed pitching. Well, they hit everybody this week, and it's going to be hard not to buy back into them against K. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a stack for for this. And, you know, Glass now has had uh, 10 strikeouts in three of his last four starts. you got to pay through the nose for him, but it's worth it. Uh, he's probably the best pitcher uh, in this slate here. And, yeah, I mean, the, the bats in Tampa Bay have been white hot, as you mentioned. Rosa Reina, Austin Meadows, your boy Choi has been coming through recently. Joey Wendell hit two bombs on Thursday. Yandy Diaz is in here. Willie Adamas, Manny Margot. All these guys have been hitting. So I'm a stack against Toronto uh, in this, however you want to line it up. You know, pick out of those guys. However you want to line it up, do it. Uh, I mean, Toronto's had some hot bats, but they're the main suspects that are all expensive. Yeah. Simeon, 56-34. Vlad, 57-37. Bo Bichette. 5735. So uh I'm I'm more of a Tampa Bay guy here, and I'm not gonna hit play those expensive hitters against Glasnow. Yeah, I like the idea of using Glasnow for two reasons. He's so expensive. 
I think his ownership will be kind of low because it's in Toronto and his price tag with people wanting Coors and everything and it's else. Big slate. There's other yep. options. So yeah, so I think that'll lower it. Which you mentioned the strike. Like even though the the Jays can hit, they strike out a lot too. So there's a lot to like there with Glass now. But I love the race side of it. The one thing I'll say is keep an eye on the news. Like it could be K. It could be a lot of different people. So. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if that one flips. I still like, like I almost want to be right-handed guy because it'll make me like some of the Rays even more. But if the lefty stays on the mound, you get some serious value with Diaz, Adamas, and Marco, like you mentioned. So big fan, big fan of the race tonight. Let's see who ends up pitching for Toronto, but definitely can get on board that one. Uh, we got Houston at Texas on this one. We have Ivy making his MLB debut at $4,800 on DK. No price on FanDuel. Against Kyle Gibson, they're only $7,100 on DK and 81 on FanDuel. I think I'm missing something here, Bogman, but two things. Ivy at 48 is intriguing versus a bad Texas offense. <laughs> but Gibson at 71, I know it's Houston, but we I think he deserves more than that. Yeah, man. Uh, eight quality starts in a row. So uh, low strikeouts, but great upside. I think the problem here is some of these Texas, uh, these uh, Houston hitters track record against him is working against him here. Uh, Bregman, six for 15 with two doubles and a bomb. 10 for 33. For uh, Michael Brantley, lots of at-bats, and he's a 300 hitter against him with a double and a homer. Eight for 26 for Altuve, uh, three for 10 for Tucker, and some of these bats have been really hot. I mean, like you said, Ivy's an interesting start because they've been struggling. There's only one guy, I think, in the top 100 hitters as far as you know standard 5x5 five five fantasy goes over the last week. It's Adolis Garcia is at 35 and 34. But I mentioned the track record of Bregman, Brantley, Altuve, and Tucker. Correa, Guriel, Straw, Maldonado have all been hitting as well. So I think that's why Gibson is priced so cheap and probably why I wouldn't take him in this slate. Once again, if it was a different slate with, uh, you know, if it was tonight's slate, the Thursday night slate, oh, I would have loved Gibson here, but I don't think I'll do it on this one. Yeah, he's, he's on my SP2 list for sure because there's – especially on DK, there's so many guys over 9K. It's like Martin Perez is 9400 bucks, but you're going to tell me Kyle Gibson's $7,100? That just doesn't jive with me. Would you rather well. play Gibson or Ivy if you had to pick one? I want to play Gibson just because I don't know how long Ivy goes. Yeah, me too, uh, I, I, but I think – If I don't you told know me how, I can get at least five – if you can give me at least five innings, I'd probably take Ivy. Yeah, I think he's only thrown six in the minors, though. So yeah, uh, I, I think I think I'm with you on Gibson, but Ivy, like you said, is intriguing. So very intriguing because that offense is dreadful. Is, so yeah. just got no uh, hit. Yeah, twice. Um, let's go to Kansas City to Detroit Tigers against the Kansas City Royals. Jose Urania, Mike Miner in this one. And sorry, that Texas Houston game we have a total of eight and a half. We actually had that one. But uh, okay. Detroit, Kansas City, Urania, Miner over under eight and a half on this one. Detroit versus lefty has been a thing. They actually are kind of slowly hitting better versus lefties. I'll say that much. And Mike Miner doesn't scare me. Urania 64 and 68, Miner 75 and 76. Yanni, need the pitching or it's all bats for you. I kind of like Miner. Last time out was his first quality start of the season. Uh, and this is a decent matchup against Detroit, but once again, another team with good PVB data against him. Uh, Taylor, four for 11 with a double and a homer. Carl Santana, four for 13 with a homer. Uh, Candelario, five for 10 with two doubles and a homer. Uh, Robbie Grossman, two for six with a bomb. Seven for 16 for Wilson Ramos with a homer. So they have hit minor. So even though he had a good start last time out, and this looks like a nice matchup, I don't think I'm going to mess with it. Uh, no one's really hitting for Kansas City either. Um, Salvador Perez is like the one hot hitter there, but, uh, Harold Castro 
I just picked him up in AL only. He's been hitting a little 31 and 21. And Eric Haas at catcher has been hitting too. 31 and 26 is decent as well. So uh, I, there, there's some decent bats for Detroit here, but Urania's turned into a pumpkin. He had like three quality starts in a row or four quality starts in a row. And then the last two times he got beat up. So I'm done with him. Yeah, I, I don't blame you there. It makes me want to get some Kansas City bats, but I'm just going to pass on this game as a whole. Unless something changes when we see lineups come out and everything, there's there's too much to like on a 15-game or two. Get in love with Detroit and Kansas City at this point in time for me. Uh, the next game on the slate, Chicago at St. Louis. Kyle Hendricks versus Carlos Martinez. Over under of eight in this one. We have Hendricks is at 74 and 75, respectively. Seamart at 69 and 7,000. Uh, I don't mind Hendricks. We saw him come out through a dandy his last time out. The Cubs, the Cardinals bats are are feeling it, but I don't mind Hendricks as an SP two. Yeah, I don't either. I'll just uh, let me curb a little bit because you know Hendricks did have a great game last time out, but it was against Detroit. So true, valid, um, valid point. And, and there's some nice PVB data against him. Not a ton, but three guys uh, kind of got his goat here. Goldie ten for twenty nine with six doubles. Uh, so I could easily see one of those turn into a bomb. Arenado seven for 25 with two homers, uh, four for 13 for Bader with a double. And uh, there's some guys hitting in this lineup. Edmund Molina Carlson have all been hitting over the last week on the other side. I mean, Carlos Martinez looked horrific. So, and I think his K per nine right now is under five. It's like 4.7 something. It's not good. It's terrible. Ian Happ has been white hot and he's five for 16 in his career against Martinez with a triple and two homers. So I 31 and 3000, I'll have Ian Happ probably in every lineup. Uh, Wilson Contreras seven for 18 with a homer against him as well. Uh, and then there's some hot bats on the Chicago side. Bryant, Duffy, Baez, and Horner have all been hitting this week as well. So uh, I think Hap is probably my favorite buy in this game. Uh, Hendricks is a maybe for me. Yeah, I've been uh, tagging, uh, targeting Seymour a lot this year. So I like the Cubs, and I love the Ian Hap call. I'm glad you mentioned him with such vindication because I think that price tag is ridiculous. He is just hitting home run after home run. He double-donged on Thursday. I think he's hit three or four home runs since he came back from the I.L., yeah, uh, I love him. He said he's in like fourth or fifth too. The other guy I'll mention is uh, Jock Peterson. Two more hits on Thursday. He's very affordable. He's been leading off for the Cubs. You can mention mix in the Baez's and company. It's not a super expensive stack, but it could be a very very good stack against Carlos Martinez. So I like that one quite a bit. All right, Arizona at Colorado Coors Field special on this one. We got uh, Frankoff making his Arizona start against Herman Marquez. Frankoff's forty six. Marquez is 57 on DK, 73 on Fandle. You know, I always debate using Marquez and Coors at 57 because it's stupid cheap. It pays off sometimes. It doesn't. So I don't hate it as an SP2 if you want it. But yeah, I, do res I respect been, the Arizona bats too. He's been better at home, Marquez has, yeah. uh, this year. And uh, his last time, his last start against Arizona was quality. So I kind of feel like he's like the ultimate contrarian play today. So uh, there is some good PVB data against him, though. Eduardo Escobar, who's hot, went yard on Thursday, 11 for 20, two doubles, a triple, and a homer, all off Marquez. Uh, David Peralta is 15 for 41 with five doubles and two homers. That's 366. Uh, per, uh, Marte doesn't hit a ton off of him, only for a 241 average, but uh, has strung together some uh, extra base hits, double, triple, and a homer, and he's back in the lineup. Still probably too expensive, though, at 53 and 4,100. 
but you could probably stack Colorado bats against Frankoff in the D-backs bullpen because Fuentes is cheap, 32. Daza is still cheap at 27 and 25. McMahon, Blackman, and Hampson have all been hitting too. So I kind of like the Rockies as a mini stack against the D-backs. Yeah, it's hard not to. We talked about the wind blowing out. I think Marquez is intriguing. If you're not going Marquez, I got no problem. Like like, Mar- like said, Marte is back. Escobar, Peralta, they're pricey. They're, they're pricier than the Colorado options, which is so funny. So, so funny. So, yeah, <laughs> Colorado's in play and should be extremely popular in this one. All right, Oakland at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. James Caprillion versus Jose Quintana. Over under of nine on this one. Caprillion is 6,100 on DK, no price on FanDuel. And we're still waiting on Quintana's prices on both sites as they drag behind on that fun stuff. But uh, out the gate, I will say Caprillion as an SP2 at $6,100 is fully on board for me. Yeah, I, that's fine. I mean, I don't have like a great argument for it or against it, so I'm I'm okay with it. I just don't think I'm going to have him in many spots. Yeah, the Angels like without Trout and company is just such a depleted offense. I will take my chances there. Um, what bats are you liking in this one? I mean, there's a little PVB data against Quintana since he's been around since what feels like 1986. Uh, Camp four for 10 with a triple against him. Uh, Piscotti four for 12 with a double and a homer four for uh, 12 for Loriano as well. But uh, Canna's been hot. He went yard on Thursday, uh, 41 and 3000 Mur- uh, Murphy's been hot too, 39 and 27, but Phil Gosling keeps getting in the lineup, bub, and he's 34 and 2000 on FanDuel. So if he's in the lineup again, I like him, uh, Jared Walsh and Otani, you can pay up for as well as they've both been hitting. Yeah, you can definitely attack Caprillion, not going against that. And if you do, you start with uh, Otani and Walsh for sure. But Taylor, or um, yeah, not Taylor. Why did I just totally blank on their, their outfielder? It took a uh, trout spot. But yeah, he's um, playing quite well. As also, awesome. he went deep. No, it um, starts with a T. Okay. okay. Never mind. We're just going to pass on that one. But uh, <laughs> he's been playing very well, even went deep on Thursday. I could just do the lazy way. We'll do this real quick. Great radio, everybody. Just give me a second here. I can't leave without doing it now. It's yeah. the it's Taylor Ward. I knew it was a T. Ta- it's Taylor first Ward. Name. Okay. Yeah, Taylor Ward went deep on Thursday. So uh, keep an eye on him as he's been quite productive from time to time. Uh, two more games to go on this 15-game slate. Dodgers at Giants. Trevor Bauer versus Alex Wood. Pitcher's duel here over under a 7 Bowers 11.9 on DK, 11.8 on FanDuel. Wood 10,000 on DK, 91 on FanDuel. I could see using both pitchers. I could see just fading this game completely. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good for either pitcher. Probably I want to just pay a little bit more and pay for Bauer. Uh, six of his seven starts have been quality. Uh, four of his last five for Wood have been quality. So uh, I think if I'm going to pay up, I'm just going to go ahead and pay up for Bauer in, in this game. So, But I like both sides of the pitching here. Yeah, I'll take both sides of the pitching. No bats for me. What about you? Yeah, no bats for me either uh, because the pitching looks so good. Yeah, I'll just, if it goes off, it goes off. I'll live with that one. Uh, last game of the evening Seattle Mariners at the San Diego Padres. Chris Flexen, Chris Paddock, over under seven and a half. Take the over in this one, folks. Well, maybe not. Seattle's bats suck, but um, <laughs> Flexen 66 on DK, 62 on Fandle, Paddock 86 and 63. I don't like either pitcher in this game. I like Paddock, and look. It doesn't go far enough. I know. No quality starts this year. I think five and a third is his most, but Seattle is miserable. If there is a slump buster on this schedule, it is Seattle. Mark so, Grace's favorite team. I like I like Paddock as an SP2 today. I'm not rolling it out with a ton of confidence, right? But I think I would take Paddock over like Marquez and Hendricks and 
Well, I would take Radon over him, even though Radon's uh, expensive. But uh, I kind of like Paddock as an SP2 option. So I'm not using him in FanDuel, but maybe in DK. Okay. Uh, I do like some of the bats against Flex. And like Cronenworth's still way too cheap. Christian, I think, is too cheap for what he's doing. There's yeah. some value with San Diego, but as a whole, it's like their offense has been pretty slumpy as well. Profar's hitting a little bit too. Uh, and yep. he's cheap at 28 and 23. Should he be in the lineup? Yeah, so lots lots to like on a 15-game slate. There's no doubt about that. Make sure you go uh, download the app in the Google uh, Play Store and the Apple App Store. And you'll be in the chat there. They'll talk about that. They'll show you the values, the stack tools, all the good stuff. Make sure you give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes. We'd much appreciate it. Or check it out on YouTube at the Linestar YouTube channel. But what you're waiting for, go to Linestar and follow them on Twitter at Linestar app, at Linestar MLB, and play the home run call today. Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys, We'll pick a home run call. You guys retweet it, and three lucky retweeters will get chosen to join us. And if one of our home runs go deep, like Bogman's J.D. Martinez on Thursday or Humphrey's three before that and mine the day after don't count, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you'll win some free swag. So, Bogman, on Friday, May 21st, who's your home run call of the day? So hard for me to not take Bogarts just to upset you. but Yeah, it's uh, a smart move. I'm going to take Randy Rosarena against Anthony K. Yeah, I think uh, he's been hot. We saw what he did in the playoffs when he's hot. So give me a Rosarena to go yard. We want to talk hot. I got hot for you. Give me Ian Happ. Mm. Carlos Martinez, DB, stays red hot in the Lou in St. Louis. So give me Ian Happ. You got Randy Rosarena. Ryan Humphreys will have another banger as well. So go check out all that good stuff. Bogman, you have a great weekend. I'll try to have a great weekend too. We'll be back with these lovely people on Monday. But for now, everybody, good luck and enjoy your weekend. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.